Hey guys, if you click that link, you're wanting to know as I'm learning and I'm starting to get involved with this myself, not just as a real estate agent that's out there that's advertising like, hey, I take care of investors, but somebody that's gonna be investing himself out here in real estate. So stay tuned to the end and I'll start walking you through this entire process of what I'm looking at and what I'm doing. Okay guys, um, I just decided, you know, I'm gonna do some videos on this stuff as well as I'm starting to educate myself. I have helped lots of investors out finding investment properties out here that met their criteria, but what I've really started diving in for, my, for myself as we go from 2022 into 2023, we've seen the market pivot, is I'm looking at myself and my wife getting involved in the real estate investment realm. Now, as I learn this, I'm gonna kind of go through a bunch of these different little videos in a series to kind of help you walk you through what my thought process is and why I choose the things that I do. And then you can decide if you wanna do something similar with that and I would love to help you through that process also. So really what I've been getting into lately is, is number one, making sure that I am financially secure and set for myself and my business as well as my personal life. We've got everything paid off debt-wise minus the house, and that is a very important place to be as an investor, in my opinion, because it's a lot less risky. Um, I can really manage a lot more of what I've got going on and what, I've, what I'm doing, um, just making sure that um, you know when I need to have money in that liquid funds available, I've got it available for myself when I have an emergency pop up. And planning for emergencies is absolutely key, especially with investments, because you're literally building a business as you go into this real estate investment side. Now, some of the things that I've been kind of venturing into is, is I'm looking at and I'm trying to decide right now where I want to start my investments. If I want to start up here in the Teller County area, which I'm very familiar with, or if I want to start down in the Colorado Springs area, which I'm very familiar with as well. Now, I live in Teller County, so I'm close to both areas, so I'm not as concerned. And right now, I'm currently leaning more towards that Colorado Springs area, and here's why. As I get into my investment portfolio and start building that portfolio and increasing what we've got property-wise in it, I'm probably gonna start as small as I can, but still making sense. Um, and what, what do I mean by that? As small as I can in the amount of cash that I have to have available for like a down payment, for getting a loan on investment property, and the risk that's involved with that as I continue to learn on the property management side of myself. Because investing isn't just going out and acquiring the property, but it's also learning how to management and make sure you've got cash flow and the ability for it to appraise and rise in value. So this is really, really cool for me in my mind. I'm thinking this is an awesome wealth building engine that I want to utilize for myself and that I want to help other people out there to be able to kind of dive into and delve into as well. One of the things, I was reading a book recently, and it's definitely a book to take a look at. Uh, I absolutely, absolutely uh, encourage you to look at this for a foundation to investing if you've not done real estate investing before, but it's The Millionaire Real Estate Investor by Gary Keller. Awesome book. Um, it kind of just kind of gives you a foundation and a pathway to follow if you're looking at getting in the investment side. And it really kind of helps break things down and bring to light what we're looking at with the investment side. Now, you can sit here, and I'm a believer, you can take stats and turn stats into basically anything you want to to kind of turn them and make them say what you want to on there. I mean, that's part of statistics. That's part of what statistics shows. The numbers are gonna show what you want to show them for as long as those are available to do that. And I know it's kind of confusing to, to hear, but what I'm, what I'm really trying to say is, 
I've, I've opened my eyes to a different perspective on money that's put down on a property and how that looks as far as what that's going to do in the future for you as well. Let me kind of explain what I'm saying. We'll take a very simple purchase, like let's say a $200,000 condo. Looking at a $200,000 condo, your typical investment loan, unless you're getting creative financing, which is very doable. I'm not discounting creative financing. I'm just doing something very conventional just to kind of drive home a point. $200,000 piece of property, $200,000 condo. You typically need 20% down to be able to do this through a conventional lender that's going to lend you the rest of the money. So 20% down, 80% to the lender. They want to know you have skin in the game on this, especially if you're not living in it at that time. So we're looking at $40,000 you're putting down approximately on this $200,000 home. Now, traditionally, when you start looking at investments, and, and this is the way I thought for a long time, you know, you're looking at the appreciation of a $200,000 home. You're like, oh, I've got a $200,000 home. Let's say it appreciates on an average amount, which is typically right around 5% if you average out all of the appreciation that we have in the real estate market for the last 40, 50 years on there. So 5% a year on that. So 5% a year on $20,000, $10,000 appreciation. So $10,000, so you're, you're looking at that, you're like, oh, so my, my investment's only appreciated 5% interest. Is that even staying up with like inflation these days or anything? It's only gone up 5%. That's not the way to look at it. And that's the way I always looked at it before. What's been open to me is, is well, you don't have $200,000 that you use to purchase that. You use $40,000 to purchase that. So you're $40,000 invested. And we're not even talking about the cash flow portion of having a renter in there at this point. I'm just talking about the $40,000 that you put into the home. And let's imagine right now that a renter's been in it for the last year and they've broken even on your mortgage that you're paying for this home, for this condo on it. So that's a, that's a wash in and of itself. 40,000 down, but you made 10,000 that 40,000 you put in. That's 25% interest on the 40,000 you put in with that 5% appreciation. So think about that for a minute because that, when I read that and I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, I've been thinking about this completely wrong in this aspect. You're making 25% appreciation on the cash you put in in one year that $10,000 that came out. Now, if you increase that ability and you look at the, your ability to actually find a place that you can rent and make cash flow on it, and you might make $100, $200 on there in addition. Now, I would completely flip and say, hey, you need to make sure you've got enough for one year's worth of rent on that place for worst case scenario. Now, why did I go as drastic as one year? Well, you don't know what kind of crazy uh, maintenance issues you're gonna have. Maybe you need to replace a furnace, hot water heater, oven goes out, something happens within that house. Those are worst case scenarios on the maintenance side. On the rent side, who knows if another COVID's gonna come around and all of a sudden your tenant, by law, doesn't have to pay you rent because of COVID coming in. You wanna make sure you got that year's worth of emergency funds for your mortgage to take care of you and to make sure you're taken care of. Now, a lot of that can be mitigated too by making sure you're getting the correct tenants that come in there making sure you're being very strict on your criteria that happens with this too. But using that cash flow for that is very important for that. Now on top of that, what's happened in that year is you've already got 40,000 in that. It's appreciated another 10,000 on top of that, 5% appreciation on there. So now you've got $50,000 of equity in there and you're starting to build that equity. You're letting your renter pay down your mortgage on the house itself and you're reaping the benefits of both the equity and the cash flow that's coming out of that. So that's kind of what I'm getting into, and that's a long-term rental. Now, 
as we get more into these videos, I'll start talking a little bit more about the different types of rentals investments that we have out here, why I believe what I believe and what I'm seeing out here as well. But I hope you guys really kind of enjoy this kind of process as we work our way through investment real estate. If you've got any questions, comments, whatever you've got, please send them to me. You can call or text me at 719-266-2725. You can also email me at info at jdmret.net. I would love to be your local real estate agent. I'd love to be your local expert. So anything, it doesn't have to be real estate related, please don't hesitate to ask. Let me know what those questions are and I will get them right back to you. I look forward to seeing you guys next time.